Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Bria and a Blunt. So on today's episode, I'm going to be doing another book review. I finally finished another book. (laughs) I think I only have like one other book review um, published right now, but that's because I've only read one other book. Anyway, this book is called The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. I'm assuming that's how you say it. That's how it's spelled. Um, My therapist recommended me this book again, and... (laughs) Um, what I liked about it though, and what she kind of explained to me before I even got it, was that it's a fictional book. Um, so it's got like life lessons in it and it's got like really meaningful, pretty deeply spiritual, um, stuff throughout it, but it is a fictional story about a guy who goes on a journey type of thing. So I'm not usually the type of person who reads fictional books because, I like feeling like I'm reading something for a purpose, like that I can use, which is unfortunate because I could definitely read just for pure enjoyment. But after reading this, I was a little bit more um, intrigued to read some actual fictional books that aren't deeply spiritual as well, or even just find some other work by maybe this this same author or a different author who's very similar. Um, who has spiritual fictional books. I'm sure there's a ton out there. So anyway, the book is called The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. And um, I got it on Amazon. I got it used and it was in really good condition. Um, On this actual book, it says that it goes for $16.99. I'm assuming like at a bookstore, obviously, but I think I got it for like five or six dollars on Amazon used. It's really cute though. It's like really cute cover. Big sun with like mandala patterns and it's red and orange and yellow. So the book takes place in Egypt and parts of Africa and um, they mention Spain and stuff but I don't think he's actually ever there. Um, In the desert he's so the boy's name is Santiago, like the main character, and he's originally a shepherd. So he walks across the desert with his sheep and takes care of them, obviously, until he can go sell their wool or sell sheep to different towns that he comes across as he's traveling across the desert. And he didn't have to be a shepherd because um, a shepherd is like a like a low class job and his parents weren't low class like they weren't shepherds or anything they wanted him to go to school or get an education or whatever and they wanted him to have a more stable job like in their community but he wanted to travel so that's why he chose that and that's his original story is that like he has been super content throughout his life he loves his sheep he loves traveling he's doing exactly what he's always wanted to do and that's that until he comes up to a point where he meets a king and the king tells him that he knows of these dreams he's been having and he knows of this like kind of push and pull or this like unsteadiness in in the boy's heart and he's like you need to follow your personal legend and the boy's like 
tripped the fuck out because he's like, I didn't even tell you about my dreams. I don't know who the hell you are. I doubt you're even an actual king. And so the king shows him like all his ice basically and he's dripped out. And I'm just kidding. He's wearing like a gold like jewel plated vest or or like armor or something like that underneath. And so he shows him that and the boy's like, oh, okay, this is an actual king. So then he's just like, whoa, like I have been having this dream where I like find this treasure or I need to go to these pyramids or whatever. And then the king's like, yeah, you need to follow it. It's your personal legend. That's how you like learn everything there is to learn in life and blah, 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 blah. And so the boy's like, God damn, like, that sounds like something I got to do. You know, this king's urging me there. I'm getting all these signs. It feels like it must happen. Like, let me just go ahead and follow it. So he decides to change the entire course of his life. Originally, he was just a shepherd and he wanted to go to this town to meet this chick because he met her a year ago and he was like, she's fine as hell. Like, I'm trying to get back to that. So he meets up with her. Finally, he thinks that that's what he would want. That's everything that he would need in life. And then he tells her about what happened with the king. And he's like, I can't stay here. Like, I'm getting all these omens. And this king is telling me I gotta go. And the king gives him these stones. And all this time, he's like, damn, I finally got everything I think I wanted. And now I have to go search for something else. But the girl's like, I'm gonna hold it down for you. Like, I'm a girl of the desert. I know when my man leaves he's gonna leave like I just gotta wait for him so shoot like I've been I've been I've been ready I was waiting for you at the dope I'm just kidding <laughs> but so that's what happened so she basically is like I'm gonna hold it down for him and then he goes and he I think at this point he's like yeah, he's he sells all his sheep, he gets as much money as he can, and he's like on his own and everything, and he goes to a completely different country. And he doesn't speak the language there, he doesn't know anything, he just up and went. And so he's there, and um, he, sees, he sees some guy who's like trying to help him because he's gonna get robbed, and that's what he's telling him. And then he ends up robbing him. And so he's just wandering around this new country aimlessly without any money or anything. And um, just like, you know, in pursuit of his personal dream and of his legend. And so on to getting back to where he was financially. So he has enough money to carry on with his journey now. And I think it had been several months to maybe even a year after he had got to that crystal shop and so he tells the owner like I know we're super close friends now we've done all this great stuff together but like I still gotta go and so the owner's like damn you know that's crazy like this whole place is popping because of you all thanks to you but I understand what you mean and he lets him go and so he has to get a job obviously he has no more money so he stumbles upon this crystal shop and he's just like thinking in his head you know, this crystal shop could really use a cleaning. Like if I just go in here and offer my services, hopefully the guy will pay for it. So that's what he does. The guy ends up buying it. They end up working together. He ends up staying there actually for a really long time. He transforms this crystal shop into like a small little knickknack shop that wasn't getting much attention or money into this amazing crystal shop that serves tea and has all the tourists coming to it. It's making major bank. He's making major bank. He's finally rolled up. 
So as he's leaving, going to continue his journey, he meets an Englishman. And this Englishman is, he's like an essential transitional character, but he really doesn't have much character himself. So the Englishman is originally trying to find the alchemist, and he's super interested in all this science, in alchemy, in becoming an alchemist. He's really about it. He wants to um, turn metal into gold and, you know, drink the elixir of life and all that stuff that the alchemist has to offer. And this guy, he's like, I just want to follow my dream. Like, I'm just trying to see these pyramids and find some treasure. So they end up kind of linking up, trying to help each other accomplish their goals. And along the way, the boy is met with, stumbles upon, happens to interact with the alchemist because he... um, He just has a lot of, like, chosen one happenings. Like, you know, this Englishman is just working his ass off. He he goes to meet the alchemist, and the alchemist, like, sends him away to go do more work. Yet, here this boy is, who doesn't know anything about alchemy, wasn't even interested in it. And the alchemist is like, you're the chosen one. You're my prodigy. Like, I'm going to take you with me. Like, F the Englishman. (laughs) But that's basically what happened. So him and the alchemist end up being, like, together for the rest of it. Or at least for part of the journey until he gets to the point he needs to get to, right? So the alchemist is like, you're the prodigy, like, you know how to speak the language of the world and you can speak to the soul of the world. And throughout this entire book, I'm explaining it obviously very simplistically, very short, (laughs) very like thug notes-ish. But throughout the book, there's a lot of really great quotes and a lot of really great um examples of life lessons so along this entire journey that this man or this boy has had so far he's learned a lot of life lessons and he's learned them just from being alone in the desert with his sheep he's learned them from losing everything he's had and working from ground zero and meeting new people and trusting new people and whatever so he's got all these life lessons the alchemist is teaching him so many things and um The point of the book is that the journey is really the journey that he takes within versus the actual physical journey he's taking across the desert and everything. So anyway, the alchemist and Santiago are journeying to get closer to the pyramids and there's also a war taking place at the time so they have to go through that. There's a lot of little obstacles along the way. Finally, they get to the pyramid. The boy has learned everything there is to know. One of the challenges they faced in the desert was that a chief from a tribe that is in war in the desert had captured them. And the alchemist, speaking his very persuasive and charismatic (laughs) way, convinces the chief to let them go if the boy can turn himself into the wind. So the boy then like meditates and he's speaking to the wind and the sun and the hand that wrote it all. So the soul of God and he's realizing things and he comes to this like complete enlightenment moment and somehow turns himself into the wind. So then they're free to go. So he went to the pyramid and at the pyramid, he started digging because he got an omen or, you know, the soul of God spoke to him and basically said, where your tears fall, dig there and you'll find the treasure. 
And so he's staring at these pyramids before him and he's crying because he finally made it to the destination that he's been looking for for a greater chunk of his life now. And he starts digging there and these two, I don't even know, refugees, I think they were. These two refugees come up to him and they're like, what are you digging for? What do you have? And they find some gold that was left for him by the alchemist in his bag. And they're like, he must have more. He must be digging for something. So they beat him up. They literally beat him almost to death. And he's digging, digging, digging. They make him dig all freaking night. He has found nothing. And he's devastated because he's like, I thought there was treasure here too. Like... I didn't just tell you guys that for no reason. And they're like, man, he has nothing. Peace. And before they leave, the one guy, one of the guys looks at him and he's like, yeah, you shouldn't listen to your recurring dreams. One time I had a recurring dream that I would find treasure at the base of the sycamore tree all the way back in Spain under the stars. But I never followed it because I don't listen to my recurring dreams. And I would have never found the treasure just like you didn't find this treasure here. And so here this boy is sitting almost dead, beaten dead in the middle of the desert during a war. And he's happy because he's like, I know where my treasure's at. That guy just told me exactly where my treasure's at. And I believe that the sycamore tree and the place that that man described is where the boy started (laughs) in the story. I'm pretty sure that's where the boy started in the story because in the beginning it's like under the stars he's laying there and he's thinking about blah 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 and then at the end he goes back to the spot where the stars are he's digging under the sycamore tree and then there's a treasure there and it was it was like very full circle (laughs) and he had like promised people part of his treasure along the way who had helped him and also that woman who said he would wait for him he wanted to get back to and so the book ends with just saying like he found the treasure but then there's like a little few pages after that are like what the finishing the conclusion whatever whatever the little chunk of the end of the book is called afterwards and it's like oh yeah and he remembers he has to go pay people back and go back to his lady Woohoo! like everything ends it's such a happy ending <laughs> so that i just really liked the ending because it does leave you hanging and then you're like wait Does he go back to his lady? Does he go give that gypsy woman her cut? Like, does he go see the crystal shop man again? And he definitely does. It explains that he does. So that really helped. (laughs) I highly, highly, highly recommend this book. And it is spiritual in a way. Like, obviously, the story is about um, having faith and, you know, speaking to the soul of God and following your personal legend and like fate and destiny and it's very much like up that alley but I do think that it is also just a really simple storyline that anyone could follow while also still receiving all of the messages that are within the book because there are lots of messages and they're they're really um vague or open so that you can apply them to your life. They're not just specific to a boy named Santiago in the desert of Egypt who was a shepherd. Like they're not they're not specific to lessons for him to learn. Like they're lessons for anybody to learn just about the generality of life, I guess. Um, but this book is super short too. Like you, I finished it. Well, I took it kind of a long time because I'd read a few pages every night and like kind of fall asleep to it, but. Um, let's see, 170 pages. 
total. That's that includes like the little ending bit. That and I think that includes the prologue, but it's really really good. I totally recommend it. I think it's charming. I think it's cute, and it also has the well the the copy that I got has the prologue of another book by this author called Warrior of the Light. So there's several other books that this guy has written which all take on this very similar um, type of genre, I guess. Um, so if you're not exactly interested in this because I just spoiled the whole thing for you, there are other books that he writes that you might be interested in it. I also decided to Google the book before I got it and just kind of like tap around um, some reviews and stuff. I didn't like spark note it or like really look into it as to not spoil it for myself, but I definitely did look at what other people said about it. And it's a it's a highly reviewed book. People really, really like it. A lot of people say that they read it every so often, every few years, every year or something, because it's honestly just a good book to kind of like recalibrate your mental state a little bit, I think. After reading it, I felt very much refreshed. I felt very, like, I guess more accepting of life, more accepting of myself, more confident. And, you know, it emphasizes following your personal legend before time runs out kind of thing. But after reading it, I definitely was like, people's personal legends may not be so deep as finding treasure in the desert and, like, you know, digging for it. X marks the spot. But... This accompanied with another book that I'm reading right now, which has helped me kind of set some personal goals based on things I actually find pleasure in and I'm good at. So the mix of those two things in my mind has really brought me confidence that I should commit or um, just consider taking a step in a direction towards some kind of career, towards something that I think would be fulfilling or that would be my personal legend per se, or something that may not be like the super money maker, like grind to the bone type of career, but definitely something that speaks to my strengths and passions as well as other people. So this book hit me a little deeper than it might hit you, but I definitely recommend reading it anyway, just because it is super, super charming and, um, not very long. It's it's just like a nice little package. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to this one. I really hope you guys look up this book. I don't know if it's on like Internet Archive online or free PDFs of it might be found somewhere, but it's definitely a good book. So I really hope you guys liked my review of it and my little synopsis. And thank you guys for listening so much.